Welcome to another episode of Meta Athletes Playbook. We bring our coaches' insights directly to the community. B, how are we doing tonight? Fantastic, Drew. Christmas is around the corner. Uh, you know, we get a little time to to relax, hang out with some family. So things are good. How about how about you, my friend? That's good. I you know, with Christmas being around the corner, this is like prime time, crunch time for clients to like their own last minute requests before everything gets pushed like January second, right? But um, but it's good. I feel um, I feel caught up on a lot of things. Um, I'm about to travel and, and go see uh, some family tomorrow, so it's uh, it's all good. But but B, we gotta jump into we gotta jump into the the big topic that's been like consuming our lives for I don't know. Has it been like three or four weeks over? Maybe it even hasn't been that long. I think it's been probably about three weeks or so. But um, it's it's uh, it's really interesting because we this is like second second experience with Pepe on crypto yeah. and um, this coin that we're going to be talking about it's it's Pepe coin on on Ethereum but it's touted and it's kind of like there's there's a lot of controversy around you know Pepe going head to head with Pepe coin and Pepe coin being a team that's been building since 2016 and, and kind of like has been coined as Blue Ridge by Pepe or the OG Pepe and so you know, this huge like debate of like who was first and who's the real Pepe and the other one's a scam, the other ones are fake. Um, but you and I, like we caught this thing trending a few weeks ago and we did like, right, like maybe a couple hours of research and we kind of delve into it. We looked into their tours with their building, Telegram, and then we quickly realized that, okay, this is a play. Like this is not just like yeah. a... You know, not just like a, a coin that found some volume, but this is like a legitimate play that, um, you know, could really produce a ton of opportunities for us. And so, you and I jumped into it pretty early and we're like, you know what, like this is a good play. And then we started sharing it. But I want to shoot over to you real quick before we, we really jump into it. I mean, we can also talk about our experience with the other Pepe too. But, you know, that day when I found it and, and shared it to him, and this is kind of like the basis for what we'll chat about today, but like, what are some of the things that popped out to you for you to be like, oh, this is not just a this is not just a, a quick flip. This is not just another, you know, opportunity to to run a coin up and and then dump it within a couple of hours. What stood out to you when we kind of came across this one at Dex Tools? So I remember I was trying to go scroll through text on the date that you had sent it to me, and I think it was right before right before Thanksgiving. I think it was so it was almost about a month ago exactly from today. And um, I remember you said that it was trending and that we got to look into it. And what instantly what my mind went to was um, was when back in April and back in spring when when, you know, the Pepe coin just dropped. Right. And I remember at the time, a friend of mine, um, Chris from from the e-collective, he, he was posting around the same time. And he said that's not the real Pepe. This is a real Pepe. And he was, and I remember him sharing uh, the OG Pepe at that time and saying that this is the real one. This is the one that you need to follow. And everybody else was kind of migrating the other one because it had more volume and everybody. And then there was a lot of controversy about what was happening and what was going on. And when you pointed that one out, um, it brought me back to, I'm like, oh, this is like, I've heard of this one before. This is, this is the original one. And then I started to look into the history of it, the history of it. And it would, and I took a little bit more of an open mind to it instead of just seeing what was happening on, on socials and seeing what was happening on Twitter. And, uh, 
it had a story to it. I think that's what probably stood out to me the most is that it's been a team that's been building since 2016, 2017. It had a narrative and it had a story. You know, I think that matters a lot, a, a lot with anybody that's going to have the level of success is everybody has their own story. And this team had a story of its own and they didn't let the things stop them, right? They, they started out as their own, their own blockchain. And they started out as building a business or a project and technology behind a meme, which is different than some of these other coins that come out right now that are just strictly meme coins, right? They're, they're actually building something behind the meme of Pepe. And, uh, and then I started to do a little bit more research and they had to change its name to Mematic because of all of the, 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 um, the political connotations are coming around Pepe the Frog and the negative negative connotations were happening around the 2016 election and they couldn't get listed on any kind of central exchange just so they had to change its name to Mematic. Right. And when that changed, um, you know, they still had Pepe the Frog as their logo, but, um, but it changed the narrative a little bit. And, and I don't know what happened to make it change to 2023 where they decided to go to um, ETH layer one and bring back Pepe. I don't remember all that kind of stuff, but, for anybody who has the conviction to be able to build over the course of seven years and decide to pivot and decide to change, uh, you know, that those are the things that kind of stood out to me. It's like, wow, like they, they actually, they're building something and they have longevity and they're not letting any kind of naysayer distractions kind of deter them from what they want, what they want to achieve, which is creating a technological ecosystem where their coin functions as a revenue generator within it. You know, and uh, those are the things that really stood out to me is the fact that it's so easy in this business and so easy in this game to just give up and quit so quickly. But the fact that they they were able to stay consistent, um, show up every day like we talk about all the time, yeah. right? And put the reps in and build and put their head down, I think was really the uh, the biggest driving factors for for me to want to invest, just like you. So those yeah. are the biggest things. Obviously, like you said, like Dex Tools is number one, right? They started to caught our attention, right? Like it caught our eyes. And there's a couple of things there, B, that I think are huge. And then like this conversation is quickly going to turn into like people don't realize how much conviction we have in this play. But um, and things are like popping into my, in my head right now. The first one is what you mentioned about, and look, we just did that podcast I think two weeks ago on pound the stone, like stick to itiveness, like like not like not giving way and just knowing and having vision um to that day the you know, day process for that to pay off for somebody long term like for these guys and this is something that i hear in spaces all the time where people are like or this the argument of like they put out something that people didn't want or um it was a failed process or all these things and we have to like take a step back and be like in the in the real world in the business world if that happens like this happens every single time there's success right like yeah. there's always a lead up of you know and a conversation you and i always have is it's not failure right they just kind of learned some ways that didn't work and they probably learned it under the process um you know they they add i just heard the founder i just you know we listened to that spaces that got dropped into that group chat and um they just always knew Pepe was like king of memes they just knew that Pepe yeah. was like the, the internet meme especially you know maybe not as mainstream just yet, but definitely an internet culture that it's it's king. And so I think for them to have this notion of always wanting to build, you know, with that in mind, um, 
they've obviously got front run. You know, like I think yes. I just I yes. saw some I saw some screenshots in the Telegram of people talking about how like they try to keep it under wraps as much as possible because they started yeah. to see like it, once they started building it, putting it out there that other people kind of latched on and things were dropping like fairly quickly. So um, I think it's clear to see that that it was front run. Um, but this is the you know you put it side by side and the you know we'll jump in a little bit too. Like we had experience with with Pepe Pepe yes. Coyne, right? And so. Um, Look at these experiences of one team has been building, showing up, acting as not only an active team, but also very respectable, in my opinion, very respectable, doing yes. things the right way. Business. Um, not, you know, not tearing down other people, not tearing down other projects, but strictly just building, right? And it's something that I pull from Gary Vee all the time. It's like, you know, how do you make the tallest building in the city? You know, you can build up or you can try to tear others down. And this is like a prime example. They're just building and they're building mm-hmm. products that matter in crypto. But they've been here every day. We flip over to Pepe Coinith. You know, that's another one I found kind of early in the timeline. I had no idea that was our first shitcoin, right? Like at yes, least for me. Um, like I think, uh, you know, I bought like Doge and some other meme coins a few years back, but was totally sideways on them. Didn't didn't really make anything. I found this coin. I saw the level of conviction that NFT, like NFT callers that I was following had. I said, and this is the thing that I hate is I saw it. And I faded it for like a week. And that was the difference between six figures and a couple thousand, you know, like mm-hmm. waiting those couple of days. But I ended up jumping in. I told our, our small group chat, like, yeah. hey, I just bought this. I, I swapped on Uniswap. Um, I can show you guys how to do it. The thing is, we did really well on that, that Bitcoin. That Bitcoin yeah. right? That was a good win. But when you compare the founder on that one, you know, like, we, well, listen, we created a group chat, you know, Pepe billionaires. We put like 150 people in there. It was it was a thriving group chat. The memes were flying. Like that's when I truly fell in love with Pepe to me because we had all these use cases of like genuine happiness coming from this fraud, right? And I had a um I had an album in my phone with like a hundred of these memes, like running and locked, like locked and loaded, ready to go. And that's when I fell in love with it. And I think that that's an important factor because, you know. Pepe was the only thing being talked about. And it was the it was it was an NFT crowd that, you know, got us involved. And then next thing you know, in a in a in a market where everybody was kind of down, you know, vibes were way down. People weren't, weren't chatting as much. People were stepping away from the space. Here came this coin that really like saved not only saved a lot of people's bags, but also saved like the vibe of of what three in my opinion, because people ended up making a ton of money. And and you know, it also kicked off more moon coins. It also kicked off more shit coins. And for me personally, and for you, it kind of like opened up this opportunity of like, man, we can we can make some wealth outside of what we were traditionally you know trading on on NFT on the NFT world. So it really opened it up for us. But on one hand, you have Pepe coins that are building every day, and then you have um, the Pepe Coin East founder that you know they put out the project, and then. Yeah, they were secretly selling the whole time, right? And um, I think people, people, people didn't know who the founder was, but this guy had a pretty prominent, you know, profile in the in the space, and um, you know, kind of showing off that he's making a ton of money, dumping Pepe, and and make, making bags. Turns out, like this guy's the founder of Pepe Coin, or he's, you know, he, I don't know if he, what he were, whatever you want to call it, he's kind of like the main head um, head profile of, of Pepe Coin and ETH, and then this guy steps away. He was gone. You know, like nobody knew if he's ever going to come back. Is you know, this it's not a team project anymore. It's a community project. 
And so you have like totally different experiences here mm. when you're when you're buying the coin and then you're entering the ecosystem. And it wasn't a bad thing, right? I think that um I really think that that community run push was super interesting. You saw like people in NFTs that were musicians, you saw big space yep. hosts, you saw all these people coming together and not needing the team to do anything, but push it forward itself. And then there was this feeling of like, it's for the people, right? Like it's for the people that are still here and willing to take risks for things that are becoming culturally significant in the space, they got rewarded very well, right? And now we're starting to see like all those builders, all those people that are pushing it forward, they're not really here anymore, right? Like those people aren't getting sour, space. yeah. Well, not only getting sour, but they weren't really incentivized to to keep pushing forward, you know, or they they weren't supported by the team. They weren't. Um, there's so many factors there that I think cause people to not be, like kind of lose loyalty to to the the coin itself, lose loyalty to the brand, um, and it strictly became a financial play, which is probably a good thing. You know, like I've talked to some people in the last couple of weeks where. I thought they were holding it, you know, pretty substantial bags in Pepe, but they ended up selling most of it out by now. And so um, I think what's interesting is they lost loyalty to it and it's just strictly a financial play, which is, you know, how it really should I'm be in crypto. Off. But there's also a small, this is what we'll kind of jump into now is the small group of people, or I would say builders in the space that are legitimately building crypto products that matter, but also building, honestly, just just building in a way that gets not only people excited, but something to share, something to talk about, something to do, something to explain to other people why this is a team that we should be paying attention to and doing a little bit more research on versus a team that's just tweeting, right? Just a couple a couple of memes here and there. Um, it's it's pure speculation. It's pure, pure degen, really. You know, like meme token that has no utility, which to be honest, months ago, I would have told you like that's the play. You know, green tokens with no utility, NFT projects with no utility. That's the play. But we start to creep into the length percent of these crypto projects that have both utility, cult-like community, strong builders and strong team, plus memes. I'm like that's why I'm putting Pepe Coin into like the 0.01% of everything, right? It's because it's the perfect, it's the perfect DGEN play that also has legitimate reason for why to not moon, but moon and continue to to stay at a high level versus a meme coin that people made a bunch of money on and then whales dump it and next thing you know people lose conviction for the meme and then it dies off. Right. And I think that we've seen that millions of times in, in our experience. What what makes the bank differentiator era is the stickiness that Pepe coin has because of its building, right? So Absolutely. when we when we saw that on Dex throws, it caught our attention. But going to the website, <laughs> like, I was just gonna. Dude, that was it, right? I was next level. I think you called me too. You called me like, dude, have you been on the website? And then I went on, and I went on mobile. I didn't even go on desktop. And I was like, yeah. wow, this is incredible. Like what they had built, like the uh, the authenticness of like the kind of Windows ninety eight feel, the uh, the games that they have on there. I think they have like GTA, Minesweep, Minesweeper, Paint. Like I, those are things like. You're young, but like those are the things that I used to play. <laughs> hey, I know my on, on, Windows, on Windows back in the day. But it's it's not even just you know there there's that the UI is incredible, super well designed. It's not just like a picture, you know. It's not like a picture background. It's everything is clickable. The experience is is pretty much like you being on an operating operating system. And dude, there's so many products. There's so many tools. Some of them are purely entertainment. Some of them are purely you know 
to keep people kind of busy, you know, during many times when announcements aren't being made. But this is what I want to jump into is these some of these products um, truly incentivize whales and holders to not only keep holding, but to like really want to push it forward because ultimately if there's rev share involved, if there's staking involved, you know, something that we, we didn't even jump into yet, 60, 60% of this token is currently being staked, which I think is, you know, people also talk about how there was um, something that happened with the with the transition and some of the coins got locked up. I think it was like 17%. So it's even lower than that, right? Like maybe like 75 to 80% is, is close to being locked up. And um, I think that shows not only a lot of conviction from the holders, but staking will earn you their their AI product, which hasn't really, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of been teased, but it hasn't really been like full blown um, explained what next steps will look like for for that project and roadmap for that one. At least at least I haven't I haven't seen too much about it. But you're staking a coin that has a market cap of like 13 million right now, right? Yeah, and so, it. you know, staking this staking Pepe coin earns you based AI. Based AI has legitimate value to it. And it's free. So that in itself is a huge incentivizer for me to hold a big bag and to stake it without even thinking about selling right now. But base AI might be a product in the future, right? Like that might be something that's that's legitimately used and maybe accepted by the crypto space where the the valuation of base AI could be huge. But maybe if there's a product, maybe there's rev share for people that don't hold the coin, right? Then maybe there's there's something there that allows us to continue to earn long term. Um, but the one I'm really excited about BU, which I think we've seen too, is the, the trading, the, the Telegram trading. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, that you and I have been like, we've been crushing between Ethereum and Soul. You know, we've been using trading, Telegram trading bots. And it just makes our life so much easier. Um, and we've seen some of these, some of these products do extremely well when they have a rev share connotation. So my kind of thought process is that that trading bot has rev share to, to yes. set that holders. Pepe coin holders and now like they just turned us into a huge marketing team right like mm-hmm. they they incentivize us by holding we earn based ai now there's rev share now there's a tool that me and you will probably start using you know depending on on how strong it is for for our use case of trading crypto but i am now highly incentivized to take that product and share it to my network and say hey look i know you guys use this this mm-hmm. you know might be there might be a lot of benefits here for them to buy Pepe coin and start using the bot, right? And then and then vice versa. Um, they, you know, now we're onboarding people that will end up giving this our team for the team, right? So this this idea that momentum with a product and based around a team that's building now became extremely important versus a team that's just putting out a couple memes, you know, twice a week, once a month, whatever it might be. This is where things get, in my opinion, really dangerous for this like comparison for Pepe coin to Pepe. Oh yeah. Because you put comparison. When you put it up head to head, it's night and day, the level of opportunities, right? The last thing I want to mention before we jump into like some of the stuff is there's just, you know, Pepe coins at 90 mil market cap right now. We went about in 15, 20 mil. So there's there's obviously a lot of upside for us to get in early, but there's still upside, right? For it to go from 100 mil to 1.5 bill or 100 mil to 10 bill, massive upside, right? So that's that's something else that I think people are sleeping on when they're conveying the coins is like if you're in this space to make money, to earn profits and to to you know accrue and, and obtain more wealth, then going with a lower market cap play is the play. Right. Like that's the it, it just makes sense. And so I remember calling you, I remember calling Ben from Killer Bears, I remember calling people and be like, 
remember Pepe vibes? Like how amazing would it be for us to basically have that again with this coin? And dude, it came true, right? Like mm-hmm. we're throwing our Pepe memes and we're talking to people and then we went from 15 mil to 100 mil. I'm then 20 mil yesterday, right? So the the opportunity and the upside is also totally part of this conversation. But we did this, you know, 15 mil to 120 mil and it still feels so early. I have no I have no issue no. sharing this and, and trying to onboard more people into doing research on the team because it feels so early, you know. Another big thing that's coming is uh, centralized exchange listing. Like, that's something that's been teased in, in both the Telegram and on Twitter. And that's coming, you know. Like so, there's all these other factors that makes us feel like it, it's not only early for getting into the coin, but it's early to getting into the mo- like honestly the movement of mm. you know what we kind of want to switch into when it comes to like community and, and potentially flipping with Seller Pepe. So, you know. Six seven months ago, if I told you with this with Pepe coin over flip it, you'd probably think I was like crazy. Now, I think it's, it's like very possible. I think it's quickly. I think, and the thing is, a lot of people think that you know, like quickly. Not only, um, yeah, very quickly. Not only people that hold Pepe coin, but just random people in the space. I've had, I, I've been trying to like catch the temperature of like what people are seeing and and what they're thinking about, and. Dude, there's a lot of people that are like, man, this is this is likely to happen. You know, especially if we get somewhat close to the other market cap. I think other people will will actually start buying it to to see it happen. But what do you think about that, B? Like, what do you what what are, what are the outcomes that you think will happen for for this to actually legitimately flip the other Pepe? Well, I think there's a lot of different narratives that you kind of talked about. The first one that I wanted to talk about is for like the early days of of Pepe back in the spring. I remember there's being spaces all day long yeah. and th- they kind of did it to work their bags. They did it to, uh, to connect with people, but those really died off. Like you'd mentioned, they died off because they the community was not incentivized at all. Right. And so a lot of those people had stopped doing the spaces. They had stopped doing, I remember there was a Pepe party. There's get togethers. They all around the country, these pop-up parties that they planned. And, uh, a lot of those things had stopped. And now if you flip it to uh, Pepe Coins, which we're talking about right now, it's a completely different model because this it's a true the Web3 model where the community is part of it and the community is pushing it because they are incentivized now. Right. They're being incentivized through this through different types of staking by, by trying to help other people onboard. It only helps them. Um, so they've created a, a very interesting model uh, that's the true essence of Web3. And so I think that's like the biggest thing to start taking initiative. And that's like the thing that I really wanted that stood out when you're talking about the early spaces. Um, it, it's everybody feels much more part of it too. And it's not just an anonymous developer and then just the team kind of like everybody kind of understands that everybody's in this together. And it, it's, uh, it, it's a different type of movement. It's a different type of energy. I think that's probably the biggest thing is with anything, there needs to be some sort of energy that kind of pulls you and gravitates you towards a common goal. And I think the common goal here is is, is obviously winning and and trying to earn some wealth. But um, I think we all understand that the that the bull run is around the corner, and that things are going to start to change. Sentiment's going to change. Uh, there's going to there's a lot of catalysts that are around the corner in early Q1 of 2024 that can really spark things at a at a heavy level. I think the thing that really gets me is 
is onboarding retail and onboarding a lot of other normal people into it. Right. And I know, you know, when I first got into the space, it was Dogecoin, right? It was Doge and yes. seeing it on SNL and seeing people um, making a killing, making a lots of different, lots of money, being early into something and not truly understanding what the space is and and over the last couple of years, try, really trying to understand what blockchain is, what technology is, what the future is, what Web3 is, has really got me to understand the power of uh, memes and memetics, but also the power of a really good team that can yeah. build really cool, usable tech that can only help people's lives improve. And that's what this team can do. And so that's now- Exactly, yep. And now you have the power of a meme, like, Nobody knows what a what a, a the dog a Shibu Inu dog was like. You know what I mean? And, and but now, if you have Pepe the Frog, uh, you know, created by Matt Fury, but also there's a documentary, Feels Good Man, um, and everybody understands and has seen Pepe memes all over the internet for years. And now, if that becomes a household name. As things start to build and things start to improve in the course of the bull run, and you're going to start to see YouTube YouTubers making videos. On it. You're going to start to see it in the mainstream media. You're going to start to see it everywhere. And those are the types of things that make getting in early that much more exciting, right? And we are early. We said all the time, like it's. I don't know the exact percentages of, of people that that are within. Um, web three and within crypto but you know you and i are big believers that it's the future it's the future of 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 the internet it's the future of how we're going to trade currency how we're going to interact and how we're going to exchange currency but it's going to be the power of how we tokenize things in the future too and really provide ownership it's it only makes sense man it only makes sense that it's doing it has so much massive potential to onboard a lot of people because it's relatability Right? Yeah, like absolutely. To mean. Well, the the other thing too, it's important to to throw in the mix is like making sense is not always the best use case in crypto, right? Like, of course, like we're we're dealing with meme coins, we're dealing with um, you know, we're dealing with a lot of people that um, are betting on culture. So, what I think what I think is really bullish on when when we entered this community for the first time like four weeks ago, three weeks ago, there have been people, not just the team, but like there have been like community members that have been here for seven months, building, sharing, buying, accumulating. Now they're sitting on like million dollar bags, you know, like, and this thing hasn't, you know, it's pumped crazy, but it hasn't like, in my opinion, it's only kind of the beginning of, of where this thing is headed. Like those people that have the conviction from a collecting trading perspective are being highly rewarded, right? And so there's also this like, there's this notion that the coins that we've seen over the last like three months that have really done well, it requires a cult like community. It requires like it requires people to have massive conviction and holding this thing like you know to to, to tons of multiples so that it can go, like really just gain more eyes, right? When I look at a chart and this thing is like it continues to go up, that FOMO drives people that have eyes on it to, to make a decision of like, I'm getting in now or I'm fading this and I'm going to try to make sure that I never see what happens with this chart, you know, over the next couple of weeks. Um, 
So, you know, there's obviously a lot of flowers that need to grow into, not just the team. The team is incredible. Like the team is one of the best in crypto, if not the best in crypto that I've, I've seen. The thing that I think people are missing out on is like, there's a, there's thousands of holders here that, you know, like their conviction level is letting this yeah. thing grow. For this to go to from 2 million to 120 million in like a couple of weeks and not have massive dumps, that's insane, right? So what I love about this is the people that, we're there are we're being rewarded. We got in obviously much later, but an, enough, you know, to gain a lot of multiples and, and be part of this and, and generate good wealth. But um that cult like community has already been established and it has been here for months. And dude, that's more than a lot of coins can say, right? Like unless you're one of the the OGs and you know, you're one of the the uh, these other coins that maybe aren't built on Ethereum. But um that's also what I love about it is we kind of rocked into something that was really strong and we we're like doing our part to to strengthen it, onboard more people, um, do podcasts about it and kind of explain why why we have this perspective on it doing so well. But um, really other things to me that um, I wanted to to quickly throw in the mix. You know, when we when we get into these projects, like I think I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, but making sense like and finding teams that are building and doing things for the right reason or building legitimate tech like that's top always rewarded but there is like a one percent of like the teams that do do that right so in my head like to me that was like the, the kicker of like why not them like if matt fury decided one day you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna team up and collaborate with one of these coins which one is he gonna pick I think it's such a clear no range no brainer choice and so to me like that's that's also significantly important to you know this just the overall theme of pepe coin is they i think are set up and propped up when they get massive eyes attention head-to-head comparison that they just blow it out of the water and it's not even close and so it's something that you and i and really the team at Met athletes has always kind of like had this concept of like we're going to do everything the right way. We're not going to jump into scammy tactics. We're not going to try to artificially pump anything. We're not going to, like, for us, my thought process is if we found somebody, or vice versa, somebody found us and was just like, this is what they've been doing, you know, and they wanted to show support. And maybe it was somebody who was like a market design, like a guarantee, or they came across a project and they realized, you know, what we're doing, what we're building and how we're doing it, that they would organically support us. Like to me, that was kind of like a, a driving factor for, for marketing meta athletes early on. And so I feel very similarly about Pepe coin. Like you can't say that about these other, these other coins, you know, like there's community Pepe, um, which I think community Pepe kind of is, I, I think it's tied to, um, I think it's tied to an OG, like Pepe art community. So I think that that is a little bit different, but Pepe 2.0, Pepe Coin ETH, all these other ones, like they don't have this, like this, this history and context for people to come in and think that they're the good guys and want to support them. Right. And so, yeah, story and narrative is is such a big part of it. Um, The last thing that I want to mention about everything here is we made a pretty substantial bag at Pepe, and I am truly incentivized to hold, which it's really like 99% of the time I'm not. I would I would tell you that, you know, oh, well. I'm here to take profits. I'm here to 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 earn wealth and turn that wealth into more wealth. This is one of the few use cases that I've seen in the last, you know, I would say actively three years, but I've been in crypto since 2017, where I felt extremely comfortable holding this thing. And 
not only holding it in the sense of it going up in price, but holding it because I'm incentivized to earn more through the the mechanisms that the team are building. But when I bought, probably you and I both, when we both bought this thing at low market cap, we had the mentality to hold this thing into the bull market, right? So mm-hmm. um, we just kind of got this present really early. <laughs> we got this really, really early, like much faster than I thought to hit 100 mil because to me that was such a um, such a milestone because it hit 15 mil and I hit 25 and then that became the floor. And then for like a week, it was like 25, 30, 30, 20, 20 by 30. That was the floor, right? And then I was just like, when this passes 30, psychologically, the floor is going to change. And then boom, 40, 50, 60. And then it stayed at 60 for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And then boom, 80, 90. And then when it hit 120, that's when I realized that um, one, there's there's probably an opportunity for us to take some profit off, take initials out, things like that. But at the same time, having this idea that we're going to hold this into the bull market, even if this goes from like 120 back to like 60, I don't think my mentality changes much. I'm not like I'm not in in the mindset to to panic sell this at all. Like the level of conviction that I have is it can go back to 15 like tomorrow, and I think I'm still holding this to the bull. So and I, the 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 thing made them to like really because people have been asking me because they they know how much I'm up. They're like, at what point do you panic sell or do you worry? I'm like, we bought this thing thinking that we're gonna hold it for six eight months, you know, at least. And so I'm trying to keep that mindset. Um, going through this pump, but once I started peeling back the layers of of how we're being incentivized to hold, yeah, in my opinion, that money's gone. Like I don't care about it anymore. Like it's either gonna it's gonna be generational wealth or it's um you know like I don't feel great about supporting a team that truly did deserve it. And you probably won't like Killer Bears is really the only other one. Killer Bears and yeah, Me Friends that's are it. the only other two teams in the world that I think are are at the level and deserve it. But like, I don't know if I'll buy a ton of NTs next year. I don't know if I'll, you know, jump into new projects. I think opportunities like this is what crypto is all about. And we've been like literally blessed with this opportunity to catch it early, get on the bandwagon a little bit earlier than most people. But in my opinion, like we're comfortable here. Not only comfortable, but like th- this is it. Like this is, this is the play. This is the play that you and I will look back on and be like, you know, we stay in the bro or we stay in the bear market strong building every day. And this is probably not how we envisioned to be rewarded, but here we are, right? Like uh, to me, like I my I just keeps going back to this is what crypto is all about, right? And and to sell early and take profits is great, but like what am I gonna do? Am I gonna like take that profit and, and bridge it out or am I gonna try to play other coins and try to like, you know, two three exit? Yeah. Or, or do I take this opportunity that was given and and give it its fair shake? with a team that's legitimately building and gaining a ton of eyes and seeing what crypto can do for us. Right. And I think that that's, that is really ultimately the biggest play for us is what can it do for us? How can our money make money? Right. How can it work for us? Um, Cause I can trade it, right. Like we can, I can take those profits and trade it, but that risk becomes like extremely high at that point. Right. And so this, it's what I love about Epic coin and, and being able to stake this thing is I really feel like this is the opportunity for for money and and wealth to be earned because of level of conviction. And anybody that you talk to that has made money in crypto, it's that's the that's the path. You know, like conviction. very rarely do you hear about a trader that continues to have wealth. You know, after they've generated from from great plays, 
even dude, even some of the best colors in NFTs, they don't have a lot. No, they're not sitting on like a, a ton of bags. They're not sitting on a ton of of wealth. And it's interesting to me. But to me, like, and obviously having big shout out to Tyler, right? Tyler Durden, yes. who's been, in my opinion, he's been hired by the team to to not only be head of marketing and push this thing forward, but also extremely strategic and and an educator, a thought leader in crypto himself. And dude, that guy didn't make wealth on Bitcoin from, you know, trying to flip it, trying to quick flip it or, or play other coins. He had massive conviction, Long. right? And uh, and then he's he's obviously became very skilled at being able to understand the market, understand trends, and you know he's a huge educator in the space. But um, watching the way that he acts and moves around this coin is all also provides a lot of conviction. And um, so, yeah, we threw out a lot of information. You, is there anything that you feel like we, we left out? I mean, you know, it's something that you and I chat about a ton in the back channels, and and we're we're constantly kind of like checking out what's going on, but. I think these are like the main topics of like why we jumped in and being only three or four weeks, but also understanding, you know, like the level of conviction is there for this project. I think what it is, is anybody who listens to this podcast frequently and regularly listens to, you know, our perspectives and the things that we have to offer to share, just trying to connect the dots between the parallels that we talk about, uh, you know, our minds, our bodies, our, our spirits the things that we want to improve upon, the things that we see as challenges and try to connect the parallels to what we talked about today. Right? A lot of it is showing up. A lot of it is awareness. A lot of it is putting in the reps. A lot of it is um, continuously building with a long-term mindset, which is what this team has done, but focusing small in the moment on the little on the little things. Uh, so there's a lot of parallels here, but yeah, it, it's there's so many so many things that come across in building teams and in finding conviction in, in a in a play that are uh, that are so similar to what we do on a day to day basis. So, next thing being so we wrap up today is like it's December twentieth, you know, twenty twenty three. Pepe Coin sitting at ninety four and a half market million market cap. We'll see what happens, you know, come Christmas, come New Year, come come a couple of months from now. But I think it's awesome that we can look back on this podcast and and show that we talked about this and we put it out there, right? What are your predictions? Um, maybe by by New Year, predictions on do we do we flip the other Pepe? And what do you think? You know, after this this listing for this uh, centralized exchange, plus potentially having a ton of marketing pushing it, um, what do you think we what do you think we're at sitting at by uh, New Year's? I think we do flip it. I think we're probably sitting at because I think the other one is around five hundred right now. I think we're probably anywhere between five to six hundred mil by New Year's. So that's five X from where we are right now. That's that's a lofty one. But yeah. one that I I I obviously see that happening. I just maybe not as quickly. I think yeah. that it'll be probably a January flip. I think that we'll get to about two hundred and fifty. I think by the New Year's, and I think what will happen is we'll start to see the shift of, and, and people don't have to flip from Pepe Coin East into Pepe Coin. All like what needs to happen is people feel threatened and scared that when mm-hmm. this flip happens, that people are going to dump this, and they're going to try to front run the dump. And even if people don't flip into the coin, because that's a risk, right? One meme coin into another meme coin, especially if you're holding a pre substantial bag. I think what will happen though is people might take their their Pepe Coin and ETH and take it out and maybe just, you know, stabilize it so that it doesn't dump on them. 
And so if that happens, obviously you have you have momentum working on both sides. You have, you have Pepe coin rising and you have Pepe coin ETH dropping, right? And so that flip happening becomes very, very likely. But the um, the centralized exchange, it's a big deal, right? So yes. there's obviously a lot of there's a lot of market objects and momentum with that. When when people are able to switch, you know, to to flip it or not flip it, um, to swap it without needing to go through all these different processes, but that'll be huge. I have a feeling though the Pepe Coin team has like a ton of marketing to push that, which will same the same way that you and I got in. We were trending. That trending led to the eyes. That eyes led to research, and research led to conviction. That just needs to happen a thousand, you know, a couple thousand times, and uh, it has to, right? When when these other coins pump and drop, and then everybody's like, you know, they kind of put us in that that same uh, scenario. But there's no doubt, you know, like, yeah. I mean, there's a coin that you and I got into five mil to twenty mil back to five mil in twenty four hours. The fact that people kind of put this coin back, it, yeah, sorry to, to stress you out, but, but the fact that people put Pepe coin into that conversation of like old coin meta that's coming back, where's the dump? You know, like it never, it never went back down to two mil. So it's, um, I think timing was important and it got roped into this meta, but I think it's going to way outlast, you know, all these other coins that, that had this um, old coin meta pump. But, but RIB, I think we need, I think we definitely put our conviction into the podcast and uh, I'm excited for people to to listen in because, you know, a handful of people did jump in and, and joined us on this movement. But um, I know there's a lot of people that are kind of sidelined, kind of watching it, seeing what's happening, which is also exciting to see this like historic moment in crypto where an OG styled token coin project potentially flips one that, you know, maybe doesn't deserve it. Right. And so I think it's a, it's an amazing narrative to watch, even if you're not playing, but um I think we gave so many good reasons and and levels of conviction for people to be like, mm, maybe I should, maybe I should guide jump into there and at least do my own research on it. But um, appreciate everybody for tuning in. We'll uh, we'll check back in on Pepe Coin maybe after the moon review and maybe we'll do a, a follow up yeah. episode. Maybe uh, we'll probably bring somebody onto the team too, which will be kind of cool because I know that they're interested in, yeah, in pushing okay. out the narrative from from their perspective. But um, yeah, appreciate appreciate you, B, and. Uh, Hopefully the same moods and uh, you and I are both, you know, we're both rewarded in crypto. And I think that that's, you know, that's something that it's so hard to come by. And so, um, but it goes back to what you said in these themes and these, these principles that we kind of live by, whether it's training crypto, whether it's training, um, training athletes, whether it's working with business, all these, all these principles matter for, for life in general. So it's, uh, it's really cool to see all these connections tied together. Thanks, Joe. See ya. Yeah, talk soon.